Hello, you're listening to Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio, a place where like-minded people come together to discuss spirituality, awakening, plant medicine, and more. Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Um, welcome to Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio. I am your host, Kristen, and I have a guest who's going to introduce herself in just one moment. Um, so we are in technically episode 10, but it's like episode two of the relaunch that I'm doing. I'm glad that you found us here, and we're going to just go ahead and dive right in. So I will let my guest introduce herself, because I just, I love it when people do that. It takes me off the hook of trying to make you sound really awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so just tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to be on the podcast today. Hi, Kristen. Uh, thank you for having me. Hello, everybody. Thank you for being here and uh, thank you for listening in. Uh, I think it's going to be an awesome podcast. Uh, who am I? I am uh, Dr. Alexandra Vujinovich. I am a neuro-based chiropractor with focus in pediatric and perinatal care. And I focus really on learning behavioral and socialization challenges through the lens of the developing brain, as well as preparing couples into the journey of parenthood. Uh, so I do a little bit of preconception health and also optimizing um, fertility. So that's a little bit about me. I, prior to going to chiropractic school, I had a, or I still do actually have a chemistry degree from Chapel Hill. Um, I am an auntie. I love to travel. I love to really work on myself because uh, the better I am personally, the better I can offer solutions for others and easier it is for me to relate to people that might be going through certain challenges, right? Um, the reason why I'm really interested in what I mentioned is my focus as a practice is because I had a atypical development, right? As a child, I never really crawled. And my parents were told in 1982 that that's okay. Well, we know that that is really not okay. Skipping milestone is really not okay. Along the way, we are going to be showing vulnerability to stress, vulnerability to changes in our lives that are eventually going to be showing up in different symptomology, different behaviors that perhaps are what we call undesired, right? That are going to be causing different things um, like, you know, a bad kid or somebody who cannot focus in school or somebody who is not good at reading or somebody who has dyslexia or somebody who's just, you know, a, uh, an irritated kid or a rude kid who doesn't really know how to socially engage with others. And that all stems from early development gaps that, again, are just creating vulnerabilities in how we connect, engage, learn from our world. And as somebody who wants to allow our children to go to grow and become their best self and to express the best expression of life and have the best expression of life. I feel like that should be our concentration, right? Optimizing what we are given as a body in order to engage, connect and learn from our world. Um, and then of course, uh, another self-serving um, side of all of this is that I am not a mother yet, but I am considered to be an advanced maternal age, right? I am past 35 years of age, but I know through the stuff that I've learned, through stuff the way the body works, that I still can have children on my own. I just need to make sure that I prepare my body as well as my partner for this 
beautiful marathon that we're going to have to go through, right? And so I ask a lot of my patients, right, what is the biggest marathon that you're ever going to run? And that biggest marathon is actually your pregnancy. And so not a, not a single marathon or in this world is going to decide to run a 10K without the appropriate uh, steps, right? A, a, without the proper appropriate way to train for it and to prepare their body for it. Yet we go into the pregnancy as if this just happened because of one night of fun. Well, we need to take a look at pregnancy a little differently, right? There has to be a way in which we prepare the body to allow us to pass on the best of us to our progeny. And that's what we're all about. Wow, okay. So you said so many really interesting things and I didn't know, I knew more of the chiropractic side of what you offer, but I didn't realize you also worked on like, you know, preparing the body and doing like this preconception work. And it's interesting, you compared it to like running a race, you know, preparing our body to go through something like that as women, for example. Um, you train and you do things and you learn and you study, but yeah, it's like a lot of people are like pregnant and then, you know, not really sure what to do or they don't change anything. Um, or some people do too much or whatever. I think that's really interesting. Um, and I also like how you talked about, you know, some of these experiences that we have in childhood, we carry with us and it affects our bodies and not just our minds in development. Um, so I want to maybe dive in a little bit deeper with that first um it's just like so how would so you know we're talking about the development in childhood and it creating some stress in the body later on so how would you begin to treat like something with somebody who had you know some kind of absolutely symptoms or you know spinal or pelvic misalignment yeah, absolutely. So chiropractic in itself is truly about neurology. It's about somebody's brain and body connection, right? The conduit to how we influence and change the brain is through the spinal integrity. So when I work with children who have learning behavioral and socialization challenges, I don't per se treat their symptoms, but what I am looking at is how is their neurology efficient or inefficient as a result of different stress that may have been exposed either during preconception time. Uh, one of the things that we really, really know and we are actually through research is very well known and very well accepted is the six months prior to conception is extremely important time for both parents to optimize their health. So if during that sixth time of preconception, mom and dad have different stressors or they have different um, susceptibility to having say insulin resistance, or they have um, different things, medically different things happening to them. We wanna optimize their neurology in order to make sure that the, again, the, the, the system that controls everything in your body is conducive to growth as opposed to survival. So neurology is divided into two parts. You can have it in a thrival mode or you can have it in a survival mode. When we are under stress and unable to adapt to it properly, our system, our brains and the body, they go through changes that are not unavoidable. You cannot control these changes, right? You can just address them as they come about. 
And so the two main things that happen inside the body are subluxation, which is what I correct, neurostructural shifting in your spine, and gut dysbiosis. That is a response, a stress response by the body that happens as a result of too much stress. Now, why is that significant? That is significant because it takes us into what we call fight or flight system of our nervous system, which is our survival, which is where a lot of things start going towards the disease processes as opposed to towards thrival, right? So my focus as a chiropractor is not really to treat anything or either diagnose you with anything. My focus is always going to be your neurological efficiency. And the minute we see you in that sympathetic dominance or autonomic dysfunction, which is what we see all the time with learning behavioral and socialization challenges, we have to address that. We have to address the neurological efficiency in order to make changes and help other professions have better outcomes with respect to these children, right? Or to adults, because adults suffer with anxiety. Adults suffer with dyslexia. We have adults who don't like to read, right? Why is that? Why is that? Because their system is so overshot that they cannot manage to do really executive functions like reading. And that requires a really good balanced neurological efficiency. Does that make sense? Yeah, so that's interesting because, you know, when, when I think of a chiropractor, you know, I think of like, oh, my back hurts, let me go get it like popped back into place or, oh, my, you know, my pelvis feels a little bit of alignment, let me just treat that. But you're talking about looking at, you know, the whole neuro, what's going on neurologically, looking at, you know, people's stress level and things like that. And I do feel that in this society, so many of us are in that flight and flight, like on a daily basis. And we become used to that. And, but it feels, yeah, it does like shorten my attention span when I'm in that, which this year has been really intense. So I feel like I've been in that more than normal. It is really hard to read or even like watch TV for more than a few minutes at a time because your brain is just so overwhelmed and and taxed. Um, And so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. So like, what, what do you suggest to help people free themselves of that. So there are different things that you want to work on when it comes to balancing your neurology, right? When you want to balance yourself first and foremost, there are coping mechanisms that we all need to have. And I'm going to start with the basic one. You have to have appropriate hydration for your system to utilize and process all the body's Uh, mechanisms that it has to go through on a daily basis. So that starts with regular water. If we're drinking too much coffee, unfortunately, we're dehydrated. If we're resorting to too much juice and too much Gatorade, we're dehydrated. So it has to be plain water. And um, our children and even our adults, we know that are not drinking enough water. So if we start there, I think we can make some small changes, right? Um, I talk a lot with my patient, uh, patients about rest. You know, rest is very, very important. Uh, part of that rest is sleeping, but another part of that is actually just resting, meditating, making sure that we are away from other disruptions in our life. How many people do you know who believe that they are resting while they have their headphones in their ears and are running on a treadmill? 
How many? Most of you are probably saying, yeah, that's my rest time. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to tell you that that's not active rest. When you have things in your ears that's already turning your brain and you're not at all resting. And active rest literally means your brain is shut in off. How many of you are able to do that for five minutes? <laughs> it's very difficult, especially if we are attached to our favorite thing called blue light. Another very simple thing is actually to just turn off your electronics 30 minutes before you go to bed. Another thing really is to take all the TVs and electronic outside of the place where you sleep. You shouldn't have any background noise when you're sleeping. You shouldn't have any background noise when you're cooking. And how many, I have a slew of patients in my practice who say I cannot cook unless I have a TV in the background. Or eat. Some people will just put on the TV while they're eating. Absolutely. We've become so accustomed to constantly being bombarded by stimuli that when we're not, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Absolutely. So that right there is a sign of a system that is haywire, right? It needs to be brought back into balance. If you need constant stimulation to function, we have a problem. Yeah, say that again. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> if we require consistent stimulation by outside sources, right? Earphones, TV, uh, noises in the background. For me, that's always going to be loud music in my car, right? We need to have our, we are out of balance. We need to work on our neurological set point and our neurological efficiency. Um, again, part of that is yoga practice. Part of that is getting regular chiropractic care. And trust me, our children very seldom have low back and neck pain. Nowadays, that's actually more prevalent than I would like to admit. But that has a lot to do with the fact that our children are being born with very high sympathetic dominance to begin with, literally. And that is a huge problem. You know, um, my goal is to really create a practice where we are a huge, huge family, where families can come together, they can become friends, they can rely on each other, and it becomes a village. Because that is one other thing that we as humans require. We are a social creature. The minute you take away our ability to socialize, and I don't just mean through the screen, I mean physical contact, that Absolutely. is crucial. That is crucial. So again, uh, I was fortunate enough that in the last year and a half, I didn't have that um, being suppressed on me, right? Because I had a practice. I was working with individuals every single day. So I had that contact. And it's very different for me than it is for somebody who hasn't had contact with their loved ones for probably six to nine months, right? That is an integral part of our health. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, she said so many things. So I just kind of want to summarize. So yeah. the absolute key is staying hydrated, which I fully agree with. And it's summer and it's warmer. And for whatever reason, like I have found it extremely hard to stay hydrated this, this summer. Like I drink like so much water and it still feels like sometimes it's not enough. It's interesting. Um, and lots of rest. So not just focusing on sleeping, but focusing on moments where we do our best to turn off our brain. And sometimes we have to like train ourselves to do that. And I know there's a lot of good apps like Headspace and Calm 
out there that have simple guided meditations. There's thousands, millions, thousands of guided meditations on YouTube. Um, I have a few on our YouTube channel and, you know, starting small, five minutes, just do five minutes. Then you can, you know, build up to 10 or 30 minutes or whatever. Um, yeah. Are my you familiar with Wim Hof? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Google him, guys, Wim Hof, the best breathing exercises you can do. And they just calm you down. Five breaths a day. That's all I ask. And you will see changes in your life. Mm -hmm. and what then, else? Yeah, so, yeah, just taking care of ourselves. Um, and that, that line about if we need constant stimuli, then there's like an imbalance. I notice so many people, they wake up. And they're eating breakfast and they're watching YouTube and then they're working all day, listening to like a podcast in the background and then they're cooking with music on and driving with music on and then they watch TV and then they go to sleep watching more TV or something like that. So that's like, yeah, it's um, and just, yeah. And then even just being around people, like I'm one of those like extroverted introverts. So I have to constantly find that balance between spending time, quality time with people and spending time with myself. Um, but self-care is super important. Um, and yeah, as children, we, we do not have as many issues, you know, with like neck and back and things. Could you elaborate a little bit more on why that is more common in adults than children? So it just takes time. Everything in the body takes time to, to really um, exhibit in symptoms, but they are early signs that point us into, again, vulnerabilities that could potentially show up in low back, neck pain, pain, and so on and so forth, right? So for example, a child who doesn't crawl, we know that they are at a risk for not having the proper spinal um, integrity of their curves being formed, right? So mm -hmm. if that's the case, then we have uh, a likelihood of that they're going to develop some issues, headaches, low back pain, mm -hmm. neck pain, all of that stems because of lack of the proper formation of the spinal column, right? And so the spinal column, just like our brains, they have to develop. Spinal column and like the brain develops as a result of crawling and breastfeeding. So those two things need to become our norm. And they have been a norm for a long time, and now they're coming back. And it's time for those things to become something that we celebrate, something that we are proud to be able to do, because it's actually allowing our children to be healthier. Mm -hmm. And so when I see a child that's not able to be on their tummy time for a long time, that's a that's a red flag for me. A child that's very, very calm early on in their years between one to two years of age, and they're not a rambunctious kid or an active kid is a potential sign for concern. When a normal trajectory of development tells us that a child between one to two years of age should be touching and moving all the time, why aren't they doing that? So simple things like this, as a matter of fact, another sign of a potential red flag is if a child cannot, their hold, cannot hold their head in alignment with their shoulders by the time they're four to six months of age. So all of those things are indicative, not just of their physical form, but that's an indication of how strong their nervous system is. How well are we in our parasympathetic nervous system, which is our growth branch versus our 
stress system, which is our sympathetic system, our fight or flight, or sometimes freeze. Does that make sense? So yes, I love to help people who are in pain. And we have a fantastic track record. Why? Because it all stems from here. It's all in here. Your pain cannot be formed unless it's triggered by your brain. So the more we can neuroplasticize your brain, the bigger the rewards, right? And the neuroplasticity starts from the minute we are conceived. And so the mom and dad's stress level impacts the quality in which we make and form the baby's nervous system. And so I believe, and I know through science, that a regular chiropractic check for a child who's born should be a norm. It's something that we do just like we take our children for a six month appointment for their dental appointment. It needs to be a practice that we practice because it's our brain. It is this that I take care of through the integrity of your spine. And I don't know a single person in this world who doesn't want to optimize this. And that's what I do. I optimize this. Yeah, because our brain and our mind is so important. And, you know, the connection, you know, the mind, body, spirit connection, you know, where all those different parts, but if they're not in alignment, it's not really doing us any favors and it's not serving our highest and best good. And I know for me, the past few years, I've had more spinal issues than I've ever had. I was in a car accident a few years ago, and it just seems like randomly, like it'll feel like I have whiplash all over again and it'll be a couple of days and then it goes away. Um, and so, you know, I probably definitely benefit some work with, you know, from you and I've been having all kinds of other issues as well, which I'm not going to, you know, talk, get into right now, but absolutely to explore and yeah. Um, so one of the things that I would like for uh, the audience who's listening and who will be listening to this is to recognize that our bodies are not just parts. We are made of different parts, like the nervous system, the cardiovascular system, right? The digestion system. But if one is lacking in its ability to express its function, then all of them are going to have to catch up. And just think about the weakest link um, analogy. We are as strong as our weakest link, right? And so the minute something within the body breaks down, the other parts have to pick up the slack so as an analogy, right? And the more they work, because they're not designed to do that, they're going to break down much quicker, right? Mm -hmm. So again, we have to optimize the system that's responsible for ruling all the others. And that system is your brain. That system is your spinal cord that's protected by your spine. And so neurological efficiency is something that allows the rest of the body to express itself in the way it should, right? Let me ask you guys this way, if you can maybe uh, better um, relate to this. What is the major reason relationships fail? What do you think? What do I think? Yeah. Lack of communication. Lack of communication. So what do you think happens to the body when there is lack of communication? All kinds of issues. Breaking down, things breaking down, things being out of Absolutely. alignment, more stress, more pain. Absolutely. So what is the system in the body that's responsible for your communication? I can answer again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, keep, I keep thinking, like waiting for somebody else to answer, and I'm like, it's just us. 
Um, the nervous system. Our nervous system, our brains, our spinal cord, right? And the peripheral nerves that exit the spinal, spinal column. So we have to take care of that. And the integrity of our spine directly impacts our communication system. That's all chiropractic is about. And then in turn, we get to alleviate symptoms that are associated with lack of communication. But our primary goal is not to treat, but to establish proper communication. That's all I do with my practice. And we have tools that measure the lack of communication. Yeah, it's funny how you are like, that's all I do. You know, I just fix the communication. That's you know, that is such a big part. You know, if you're in a relationship and you don't communicate your needs, resentment and things build up and a lot of tension and or you break up and you end things. And, you know, every system in our body is connected. And um, I feel like more and more medical professionals are starting to see that. Um, you know, we have a lot more functional medicine and integrative medicine doctors who really do like, you know, you're having an issue with this. Well, let's look at that, but let's also look at all the other things because it's not just about treating the one thing. It's about, you know, getting to the root cause of things as well. And I love that that's something, you know, that you're offering. So um, if you want to maybe share um, where you're, where you're located and things like sure. that too. Sure. I am uh, in Greensboro, North Carolina. My office is on Fernwood Drive, just across from the Target Shopping Center on Battleground Avenue. Um, I work on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I exclusively see new patients on Fridays. Um, what else? Uh, you guys can uh, kind of find me on my social media. It's the Greensboro Cairo, Dr. Alex, uh, and Power Within Chiropractic is the name of my practice. Um, and I would love to chat with you. I offer free consultations, which is just a dialogue to figure out what is happening. Why are things going in the opposite direction of where you'd like to be? What have you tried? And how we can create the team around you to support the needs, right? Um, I just recently read something, right? My intention is not to intervene into your life, but it's actually to support you because your symptoms are telling you we need to change something. It's up to you to decide whether you'd like to take that change or not. I can't take it for you. You have to do it. So as long as you're willing to partner with me on looking at your symptoms in slightly different lens um, and kind of being open to guidance that the symptoms are just a communication tools that tells us the body has had enough of suppression, is, has had enough ignoring that it needs to be louder than it has been, then we can chat. And uh, even if you are just there to silence your symptoms, there are still ways we can work together. But I generally like to work with people who are ready for a transformation. And I know that if you partner with me, I and you can together achieve that. Um, and most of you know that um, that's not an easy road, but it is a very rewarding one. And I promise you, if you look into it, whether that be me or somebody else, you will absolutely love the life that's ahead of you. That's really it. Absolutely. And I just forgot what I was going to say. Um, just, yeah, restoring the communication within our body. These symptoms are happening for a reason and our body's trying to get our attention. 
and sometimes it has to scream at us before we finally listen or sometimes we have to get that cold or catch the flu before we slow down and rest um so yeah i think that working with a team you know having chiropractor your medical doctor your whatever you know um, to help your body, because I feel like, and I've said this a lot, I say this probably in most of my podcasts, is there's this huge misconception, I feel like, in the spiritual community, where they're not meaning to teach people to ignore their bodies, but it's kind of what's starting to happen. Yes, we are light beings, and we are more than our physical body, but we're also still our physical body at the same time, like this weird thing, you know, that happens, but, you know, by ignoring our bodies, all kinds of things start to manifest and, you know, we can't be our best versions of ourselves if we're not taking care of our bodies. Absolutely. Um, one of my uh, favorite analogy, even though I haven't seen the movie Shrek, but apparently in Shrek, he says, we are like onions and we truly are like onions. We are at the core, like Kristen says, light. But unfortunately, our westernized life and our faced, paced life, they bring on these layers that just slowly dim that light and different things start happening, right? But as you partner with people like myself and um, other providers who are going to look at you as a whole, uh, these layers just start peeling off and eventually we get to the light that you are and your life truly is transformed at that point but here's the kicker guys it is you who's doing all the work i am just there as the guide you do all the work and that's where the where the current uh kind of strife comes from do i want to take the work or do i just want to turn off the symptom right and so it depends on where you are with your awareness and what do you desire from life right do you believe that things control you or do you believe that you can control things around you and if we can kind of dissect that conversation you have a place in either of these camps because you can be somebody who relinquishes your authority or you can grab onto it and change the trajectory of your being. Um, and partnering with people like myself, that's what you get. So. Yes, 100%, you know, we, it's up to us. We are our ultimate healers at the end of the day. Doesn't mean we don't need help. Doesn't mean we don't need facilitators who help with that. Um, but yeah, so many people are like, I just want to put a bandaid on this and move on with my life. Um, but it's more of that. And it's not always, you know, easy, but like you said, it's absolutely worth it. Um, and so, yeah, healing can, is not always easy. It's not always linear. It's messy and hard, yep. but, um, it's most definitely possible when you have awesome people, um, in your, on your team, you know, to, to help with that. And yeah, is there anything else you want to share? talk about? No, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. I mean, I love, love talking about this. And uh, as you can see, uh, I try to be the example of the transformation that we can achieve, the things that I personally do for my own health. Um, and I share all of all that with all of my patients in my practice. Um, and, you know, I want to invite you to consider that just because you want to have a conversation with somebody doesn't automatically um, 
put you in a quote-unquote contract that you have to pursue this in any way if you at some point discover that this you're not ready for this type of transformation, right? But don't uh, stop yourself from at least having a conversation with another provider that has a little bit of a different lens in the way we look at you and the way we want to present your road to healing. Um, and like Kristen said, you hold the power on your healing. And again, it, it is going to be messy. It is going to be nonlinear. It is going to have its ups and downs, but that is the beauty. That's when you learn to grow and learn to believe in yourself. And um, that's what I love about my profession. That's what I love about your nervous system and my nervous system, because it holds the power of you. And if we unleash it, where is the end? <laughs> Sky is the limit, as they say. Yes. And I, I mean, I just, this has been such a refreshing conversation because who knew, you know, when chiropractic work, you know, what it really is at its core and how it relates to your nervous system, which relates to everything. And I think a lot of times people don't really see it that way. So thank you so much for sharing your perspective and um, all of her information will be posted um, so you can get in contact with her if you wish to know more. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.